Hello, and welcome to Geek Cinema, a podcast where my friends and I have a conversation over geeky and nerdy and fanboy or fangirl movies alike. My name's Everett, and welcome to a short episode, bonus episode, over Beneath the Planet of the Apes. This was not a planned episode originally, but after watching the movie, we were just like, we have to talk about this. So, um, there are spoilers for the movie, and I don't think anything else, but probably go in expecting stuff from the original Planet of the Apes. Uh, maybe some others. I don't know. Uh, didn't go over it. So, I hope you enjoy the conversation. No outro, so go find us on iTunes and your podcast app and subscribe. Go to our website, geekcinemapod.com, and find all our social media links and say hi. Enjoy the conversation. Uh, would do we... I mean, if this stays in the podcast, it was Warp Tour. Warp and, Tour. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'd seen the lineup for this year, but I forgot, and so I was going through, and I'm like... Did you see this band that I'm about to bring up? And he's like, no. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to have to bring it to Matt because he's going to be so disappointed that you didn't get a video for us. Uh, hint. From outer space. <laughs> really? I didn't, Are you fucking kidding me? Did they play Colorado, though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't Yeah. I didn't even see. Oh, Seth. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Man. Sorry. I saw Just the adolescence. Just a 10-second clip. I, who? Who's that? Nobody knows. Nobody gives a shit. You go back and you get me the dickies. <laughs> I really don't know who the adolescence is. I don't. Uh, I, I looked oh. at that lineup, and I recognized probably half the bands. Mm. That were on the Warped Tour. I saw some there's pretty awful of, bands. There's just a lot of newer bands that I do, I'm not really all that familiar with. Um, yeah. yeah. I saw some really bad ones, and I saw some really good ones, or at least ones that brought nostalgic feels. Yeah. And now you're back, and you get to see uh, really good movies. Oh, my Jesus God. Jesus Christ, what did we watch? Oh, my God. Because we were going to do an episode of Our Planet of the Apes, the original movie, Yes. and then we were going to do the remake yes. by Tim Burton, and Seth and I were just going to watch the next four, and you said you were interested in watching this, the first sequel. Right, because I was, I was just very now curious. Now you're interested in watching all of them, though, right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. You want to know. You I have am. to know. How, how does it go? I'm, like, very, I'm very curious, but like, I, just... I had to know how, how do you follow up a classic film like Planet <laughs> of the Apes? <laughs> or one that everybody considers to be a classic? <laughs> this oh. was the worst way to do so. Like, no, who... Matt. This is the best way to do so. All right, let me tell you. Like, uh, uh, okay, so have you ever seen 2001: A Space Odyssey? Uh, just parts. Okay, so it's considered a classic, but right. they made a sequel, I, and mm. there's mixed reception to that. But at least it kept. I like it, and at least it kept the fucking tone, and mm. like it kind of fit within that world. Mm. This. I don't know what this is. It's obliterated whatever tone there was in the this first is Quite literally. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> obliterated it. This is like the Italian knockoff sequel that nobody should know about. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, oh, man. And so we just watched it, and we weren't planning on doing a podcast, but I guess we'll do a short, fun one. Because um, you said we have to talk about this. We do. We and do, yeah. I was thinking about this through the entire movie, <laughs> because... Well, like you said, it's a knockoff. For one, the prosthetics look terrible. Don't look nearly as good. Two years later, and I noticed a bunch of them, especially when we first see the apes again, and they're all sitting around like a weird eye makeup. A good half or more are just wearing masks. Yeah, I noticed that, and uh, 
what is it? Uh, they have a guy that replaced, uh, I think it's Roddy McDowell, who played Cornelius mm-hmm. in the first one, doing his best impression of Roddy McDowell, uh, mm-hmm. voice and all. And uh, he's too tall. And mm. he's just weird. He, I, I didn't like notice that, was, that, but I did notice he was off. Well, every time, I think, I don't know, like it almost looked like they used the exact same casting for the makeup mm-hmm. because it looked like the guy's face was probably a little bit longer than Ronnie McDowell's mm-hmm. um, because every time he talked, the corners of the mouth would fold inwards. Oh. And the mouth wouldn't always open all the way. And it was it was weird. I was like, "What?" Like that was my first like. Yeah, David Watson mostly yeah. just uh, did stage stuff, I guess. That was my first and like, TV. "Huh?" Like the makeup looks really weird. It here. did look weird. Yeah, yeah. And they'd make it worse because they show you the end of Planet of the Apes in the opening where the makeup looked great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's like name brand great value. <laughs> yeah. Like literally, that's what this is. Um. Oh, man. And so the whole movie, I'm like, why is it called Beneath the Planet of the Apes? Like, that makes... Yeah, it takes a good no, while to get there. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, that makes no sense. I was sense. super confused. Um, I was like, are we going to go through the whole thing that we went through in the first movie yeah, with, once, with Taylor 2.0? <laughs> yeah, well, kind of. Like, I mean, this was almost a retelling of it. Once they start, yeah, actually, they actually go into the walk, start walking into the cave. I turned it back to Kendall and said, where are they going? Just to, like, see if I could yield her to say, <laughs> beneath, beneath the planet of the apes. <laughs> <laughs> but she didn't. She didn't catch on. Um, yeah, and so, like... Damn we, you! We get the opening, and then we... we, we I don't know, Taylor, I I mean, we know what Taylor's going through now, but, like, Taylor is having hallucinations, things are appearing and disappearing, and he just falls through the world. Yeah, I didn't, I, you, you mentioned that, like, you said, now, is it, is he hallucinating or what? I didn't think he was ever, just, but it was just I, shitty it was looking fire. confusing. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Like, and Kindle said, I think this world's just falling apart, and that's what I took it as, and the humans really did a number on it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so we get they that, did, though. and then uh, we we learn that it's okay to strike a woman if she speaks out at a public meeting, as long as it's in the name of science. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the funny thing that is, was the dumbest excuse. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I just hit my wife. I just got done beating my wife. Come in, come in. Well, like, yeah, when she says that, <laughs> Cornelius has the like worst face. He's like, what? No, what the hell? Don't, don't say that. Yeah, she's trying to make him look manly in and front of Doctor Zayas. At first, uh, he. Um, Zaya says, "Well, I don't blame you," or something like that. And then, yeah. at the, and then later, when Cornelius like tries to fit into the lie, uh, he says, "Well, let's not get into any violence." Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> like, "I'll beat my wife again." He's like, "No, no, no." That was no. probably one of my favorite Just, scenes. That was probably the only uh, one of the only good scenes in this movie. And yeah. It was it was good because it was so bad. Like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I don't know what happened. It's. It's like the people that maybe the people that were I know nothing. I've not really looked much into the history of this film. Mm-hmm. Um, oh God, we don't get any history with Matt. Not not no. This is impromptu, so no uh, history with Matt this time. Uh, but just wait for the remake because I got plenty the of listeners history for you are gonna there. Be so upset. Oh, just wait. Um, <laughs> I'll make up for it with the the remake. But good. Um, it just felt like nobody cared. It felt like this was a straight cash grab, mm-hmm. and they were gonna make it as cheap as possible. So we get. Taylor 2.0, we get the guy that looks just like, like if he's standing off to the left in your peripheral, it's like, it's fucking Charlton Heston. But you get up close and it's but like, he's younger wait a minute, and shorter. wait a minute. Yeah. And, well, and way 
hotter. way more co- cut. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, he is tight in those abs. Oh man, I feel so horrible about myself <laughs> right now. I gotta lose this flab. That's um, your goal. That's my goal. I'm gonna look year. like Taylor 2.0. End of the year. That's that's that quotes goal. Brent. And it, it cracked me up how everybody's like, uh, or how Cornelius is gushing about how much you love Taylor and all this shit. It's like, wait a oh, minute. Yeah. <laughs> like, did you watch the last movie? Like, you. you I guess sh- after he's gone, it's like, you oh, never man, know what remember, you got till it's gone, you know? You remember Taylor? Like, man, I missed that guy. He was a crazy guy, but you know. That I knew for a whole, like, 36 him. hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one, that one, I was like, you got to be kidding me. Um, and also, uh, speaking of the cheapness, which actually. I didn't look yet. Uh, this had a four million dollar budget. So it's only so a million one point five, basically one point five million dollars less than the first film. What the yeah. heck? What did they do with the? Oh, I know what they did with the money. Yeah, we all figured out what they did that with the money. Was the most horrifying thing. I think that's the mo- that's <laughs> the scariest movie. <laughs> movie scene I think I've ever seen. <laughs> when they all and take it off was, their mask, it started even before they took off the mask. Like just the whole choir, like. I mean that, la- that repeating th- everything, you know, singing. That third act comes out of some of the weird Italian movies I like to watch. Like mm-hmm. that's exact. I was like, now I'm interested. Yeah, the more <laughs> we got into it, I'm like, this is Matt's kind of. At movie. this point, <laughs> I was just like, what the hell? Like, what? Wh- I definitely. What is this? It, it interested me for sure, but on the cheap stuff, uh, um, Brent's arm that gets barely nicked by the bullet. Mm-hmm. And then it ha- he has this like weird scar <laughs> yeah. the whole time. Yeah. It looks terrible. It looks like a piece of Play-Doh on his arm. It looks like a cyst. <laughs> oh, it was very bad. But yeah. Uh, yeah, obviously that one scene, that makeup, that was their money. Um, Although, yeah, yeah. Um, and we, I, I loved how we were going through the ape camp. We see him training. Like, <laughs> like CrossFit, like the apes invented CrossFit and Jazzercise. Yeah, swear to God, the boulder to each other. Yeah. <laughs> oh my! And gosh. the one falls over. Like, I'm pretty sure that was a styrofoam boulder too. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! Gotta make it look heavy. Um, yeah. Nova though, Nova's back. Nova, Nova probably got hottie. I don't know how much she got paid. I. They obviously kept Charlton Heston out of this movie as much as possible to keep the budget down because he was a big part of the reason the first one cost so much. Um, but, like, they're just like, okay, we'll have Taylor 2.0 and we'll stick Nova with him and nobody will notice. Like, that is exactly what this film felt like. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when we had, like, uh, we, we had Nova... Okay, wait, hold on, pause. Uh, we go back to Charlton Heston. Did he look weird to you? Because Seth and I, I looked over at Seth, I was like, does he look weird? And yeah. there was something off about Maybe Charlton Heston. Maybe he let himself go a little bit. And it was Maybe only he was two on years. drugs. Maybe, like, it was two years later, and he just looked weird. I think it's just because you're seeing him next to the to the new guy. Well, no, <laughs> like the that... first scenes, like, where he's uh, talking to yeah. Nova and all that, he looked, he looked weird, yeah. Hmm. Maybe the whole, maybe he'd the, been in the their, desert. Their lighting wasn't as good in this one, so I it guess. Didn't look bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't have his, his personal lighting crew. But I mean, he but, looked really rough which when we found of him again. Brent Kendall like pointed out as soon as his name goes up, James Franco because his name's James Franciscus. Yeah, Franciscus. And uh, James Franco is in the the. Reboot. Oh my gosh! Oh, yeah. that's funny. I know him from a movie called Cat of Nine Tells. 
which is a which funny enough is an Italian uh, Jalo film. Like it's good, uh, but that's where I that's where I recognized him from. The whole movie, I was like, where do I know you from? And it clicked. Wait, um, that's a whip, isn't it? Speaking of whips, the apes are really into bondage in this film. Yeah, they are. <laughs> like everybody's getting so are the humans. Getting collars the humans and are whips. too. Yeah, and. Choking, choking, I, choking yeah. and kissing like, yeah, I like, like I know you like, like this the, and the rockets and the crystals and everything is very phallic like what there's <laughs> a lot of like uh, what is what is the word I'm looking for there's a lot of subliminal sexual messaging in this in beneath the planet of the apes it's what's yeah. really going on in society here the, they were like we got to come up with a message that's as meaningful as the this first film original yeah, originally was actually titled H.R. Giger's Planet of the Apes yeah, that's a joke. So. <laughs> okay, for a second, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like everything is clicking into place. <laughs> Matt probably just all of a sudden fell in love with this movie <laughs> like, for a minute. There. I need to watch it again. <laughs> this sheds a whole new light. I get it now. <laughs> but I mean, like, like Nova in this film, Nova was good. Uh, but they tried to make her. She got higher billing than uh, fucking Charlton Heston. What's her name? Linda. Harrison. Harrison, yeah. She's a beautiful woman. She is. Um, and she got a line. She did get a line. She did, and she delivered it, too. Did you, did you see it coming? Like, when she's running around the corner, I'm like, oh, here it comes. Yeah. She's going to yep. say his name. Yep. I was like, get speak, her, speak, her tailor speak. in. <laughs> and it wasn't as, like, it, it was much it raspier was so than I was expecting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I was expecting a shriek. But I, I think it, it worked well, because I it was did. expecting it to sound like just normal but since she's never spoke before yeah as sense. far as we're aware they actually you know used some common sense in this movie where because we had right there la- oh right, right there. there okay <laughs> i was like we had no music but we, we had that we had, was so strange we had no music during any of the action scenes but lord for like whenever they started marching we <laughs> had music and then we had a ladder that kept oscillating oh my god and he'd grab it and it would si- or, yeah he'd grab it and it, would it was silence. messing with my mind I mean, I thought that was like because of the vibrations. It's giving off a ring. I'm and sure so that's he, what it when was. When he touched it, yeah. I mean, that's guitar string. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense, but it was weird. It was a weird choice. Hmm. It felt yeah. like filler. Like, oh, hey, we need to stretch this out. Messed with my mind, though. Like, I don't think I liked it. Yeah. It was um, like tickling some part of my brain, and I just wanted it to stop. And and the scene. I'm into that. Oh. <laughs> The scene where uh, where they're all working out, by the way, um, and in the scene where they're all setting outside, you're talking about it looks like they're wearing masks. Some of the prosthetics look like they were falling off too because of the heat. Mm. Like yeah, I, I was and, about to pass Like out. when Nova was talking, the bottom of her her bottom lip piece kept coming. Or Zira. Or Zira, sorry. What did mm-hmm. I say? Nova. Nova. Yeah, Zira. She, when she kept talking, her bottom yeah. mouthpiece kept coming up further and further. It's like, oh, here it yeah, goes. Kendall like, said, she has a double chin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she got like, fat. She let herself go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. After getting married. <laughs> That's what it looked like. Oh, God. This movie. Uh, Man. What, what a movie. You know, and I will say, I I actually enjoyed it. Did I you actually like, enjoy it? Don't the, well, no. No. I like know. getting more of the lore of I, the, I, of, of, I mean, 
a little bit of the lore you get behind and then i kind of enjoyed the like side story of the weird underground humans yeah i mean i'm curious where they came from and how long they've been there well we will never find out are they human you know what we will find out because somehow they made three movies oh true actually they do start mentioning um the holy fallout after the bomb and which created them i guess created the way they became and Seth said oh is this where fallout goes on to the video game oh and actually in fallout 3 there is a group of people who worship a atom bomb that you first meet (laughs) interesting i'll praise the bomb i don't remember what they said but i don't know but like their song lyrics were terrible like every word was amen (laughs) and they fuck they why couldn't they memorize they couldn't take the work and just memorize the lyrics they had to use the paper yeah yeah um, Jeez. But the makeup effect on them was great. Like, they're... <laughs> yeah. That was the best. That was where the money went, and that was the... That's nightmare fuel. <laughs> that was... Yeah. That was spooky. It was <laughs> Especially something... with them all holding their faces. Yep. Yeah. I'm, that part, and then, like, we get the camera angle where they're just looking up at us, and they do a weird <laughs> almost wave thing, and then, like, they're holding their heads... Their mat, well, their faces, and it's just like, oh god. Rod, Rod Sterling would be proud because that looked like it came out of the Twilight Zone. Yeah, which he was asked to come back and write this, mm. but the studio didn't like what he had. Ha! They liked this. They, they somehow <laughs> liked this. Oh my which is gosh! So weird. I cannot. They imagine. needed a crazy twist. So, apparently, obviously, there are three more movies. I don't know how that's going to work because I haven't seen them yet. Yeah, but spo- yeah, no spoilers. If a, a major studio with such a success like Planet of the Apes today, if this was our world today, Planet of the Apes, super success, we're making a sequel, they would not want you to end it with destroying the planet. No. <laughs> they killed everyone and then they destroyed the planet. I mean, there's that and then there's uh, there's just... <laughs> They just, I felt like, honestly, like somebody was tied to a chair and it's like, okay, you're going to watch Planet of the Apes and then you're going to rewrite Planet of the Apes and you're going to make a huge twist. It's got to be better than no, the no, Statue no, no, of no, Liberty. No, 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 It was different than that. They tied him up in the chair. And they choked they told him, him and to watch. Him. <laughs> they told him to watch Planet of the Apes, but they had to trip on acid the whole time. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Or maybe that's, yeah, because I mean, how you come to put these people at the bottom of the, in the planet, like, yeah. I just wonder where that comes from. Mm. Who thought of this? I mean, right now, in the world, whenever this was made, everybody was afraid of the oh, atom bomb because yeah. the Cold War and everything was going on. Um, we were afraid of nuclear and l- since nuclear war. They were scared of it. They decided to show them what it was like to get blown up. Kind of. It. Like, I mean, I think that's really where the ending probably really comes from is mm. just the fear of that. Um, but just, I mean, this is this is franchise suicide. Mm-hmm. But somehow it goes on. Yeah. <laughs> They don't. They don't let it die. No, they don't. And then whenever the movies, in between the movies, uh, somewhere along the line, they make a t- two TV series that all fit within the continuity. Might be like while well, Taylor and Nova are off, you know. Not in it. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I imagine we're gonna get some type of time warping, like because we actually we're get gonna do the time warp. That, and we're gonna, yeah, do the we're time- gonna do time warp again. <laughs> Um, Seth is lost. Uh, yes. Once I again, am. once again, missing out on the movie references. <laughs> mm. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh man, mm. there's In a my, production of that. We got to watch that movie. I Seth. don't enjoy it. So I uh, love it. 
Um, Will I? Maybe. I have no idea. Huh? It's bizarre. It's a very it's weird movie. Weirder like, than this movie? Mm, uh, no. Because this movie... Uh, I don't think so. This, this movie is not weird. that weird in the context of sci-fi movies today. Uh, True. Rocky Horror Picture Show... Is weird in the context of musicals. ...stands out, and it's on its own still, in my opinion. I mean, there's lots of musicals I've never seen. Mm. Did you so, know it had a sequel? No. Yeah. Called Shock Treatment? Nope. That's good. Matt did. Fuck yeah. I I love. (laughs) I even. Okay, like here. I love Rocky Rocky Horror Picture Show so much. I did a production of the PAC a couple years back. Uh, What? Yeah. I was uh, was in the chorus. And like we were these ushers that would sing the opening song and like uh, the backing uh, backing vocals on some songs. It was a blast. Wow. But. I'm such a hardcore Rocky Horror Picture fan. I I, uh, I bought the fucking Rocky Horror trivia game, box trivia game that oh, I wow. found one day at like Spencer's or something. And then I bought it and I was like, who the, f-? like, I was like, great. I was like, <laughs> I have like three people, two or three people I can maybe play this <laughs> with. That's why Kindle and I, we collect the scenic games and we were going to get Star Trek and we're like, it's pointless. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like you got to know enough people. I That'd be fun to do a scene at night. We have Disney. Oh, cool. And we have regular. I lose and all the we time. we have something else. I don't know. I never win. Yep. We can do it. Never even come close. That would be fun. I'm actually usually shocked whenever I move one place. Yeah. I'm bad at seeing it. Well, guess what? We're going to educate yourself. <sighs> oh, yeah. So, I just can't believe this movie. Well, like, like it, <sighs> they killed off Nova. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. that, was unne- the, that was unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> Not even knowing the full potential of unnecessary. <laughs> it was, I was just like, that's sad. How could they kill her? Like, she was so great. And then, dead, dead, dead. It, it pulled on your heartstrings. I mean, there's a certain are, point where are, I didn't. Or are, are what you're, you're into. I w- you're right. But, like, I was still just like, it was just so quick. It meant nothing. And then, like. That's how it happens in real life. I wasn't... Like that. Like that. I wasn't even, like, <laughs> freaking out by the end. I was just so confused. And that was brutal. I just, Brent's death? Jeez. I was yeah. like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was Where'd not, this come yeah, from? I, I thought for sure because he yeah. shoots Taylor. And so I'm like, oh, okay, Brent's our hero in this one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Literally <laughs> less Lits than a minute later. <laughs> Lights him up. And... If you uh, it was Brent was lit. He was lit as yeah. <laughs> if you've ever I'm seen reaching out to the younger audience, yeah, lit. Have you got you guys haven't seen RoboCop before? Have you? No. no. Okay, well, RoboCop is a fantastic film, and one day we're gonna watch it. Like, it's don't my, you don't you spoil it? I'm not going to, but I will tell you. Oh, that no. the violence this is early, early in the movie. You get terrible violence. You get terrible violence, oh, okay. and then you get hilarious violence. But uh, this is like his death was ripped out of RoboCop. Like it was so gruesome, it mm-hmm. felt like exploitation level death. Yeah. Not sci-fi show the kids death. Because this, this is PG. No, it's G. It's G. <laughs> it's rated G. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, G. G for G's. Yeah. yeah. G for G's. Wow. God, like that scene. <laughs> That scene, whenever they're fighting in the the cage, the prison, mm-hmm. that that was a little much, you know. 
<laughs> Especially when they they crush the the guy yeah. in between the spikes, and it looks yeah, so like, fake. And then we remember that. Oh yeah, his skin oh yeah, because he it opens back up and he's like stuck on it, and it looks like he was it looked like, like a doll. Yeah, a plastic person that yeah. they just hung up there. And I was like, what? That looks but so bad. It was obvious then... His mask was coming off, right. which is it was an interesting Man. time. But I knew with those spikes in there that somebody was gonna gonna get impaled but then they did it with brent like almost immediately and yeah. i was like well that was fast and then that looked painful my he guard was hard uh, too. listen to this all right listen okay. to this i've got my headphones on my cans in as they say in the industry. television and film director ted post was approached and while objecting to the script for not making a quote not making a point at all um <laughs> the producers asked then asked what he did not like um, Post wrote a letter saying that the loss of a planet is the loss of hope, but I'll do it anyway. That's that's <laughs> art. That is art. He attempted to bring on uh, uh, the writer of the original and uh, Michael Wilson, but a budget cut prevented him from doing so. So instead, they tried to help clarify the actions and give depth to the character of Brent and spent a week rewriting the script uh, that led to over 50 pages of notes suggesting story ideas to fix some of the narrative problems. And then shooting began. That. Hmm. They saved the movie. Your movie makes no sense and it's terrible, but hey, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> I need the money. <laughs> so they also tried to get Jerry Goldsmith back mm-hmm. for the score and he couldn't do it. So they got this other guy, Leonard Rosenman, who has, I think, even more credits than Jerry Goldsmith. This is what did he his do? Because this guy, right here. he wrote well, this, this the maybe music had for this. It was like an hour. It was an hour before he needed his deadline. He had forgot about it. Probably. <laughs> and he was he like, "Oh shit! The- I need to at least have one soundtrack in here." Here's like twenty drones and a song that I worked on seven years ago when I was on acid. <laughs> Make the best of it. Well, there you go. He does return for Battle of the Planet of the Apes, but uh, interesting enough, uh, Jerry Goldsmith did the Star Trek motion picture, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, I hope I'm right there. I think so. And uh, he also did the animated Lord of the Rings. Oh. Oh, Love sorry. Movie. I was going to say... I missed my point a second ago jerry he goldsmith did, he worked did on the this, tv show this guy no he did uh the fourth movie oh the fourth star trek movie as well as yeah like i said that and a bunch of other stuff that i don't seem to recognize names to robocop 2 that has a good score i like that score a lot yep this movie was just like i'm in my mind it just so i can imagine what you can you tell me what the reaction was yeah. Was it as weird as ours? Well, firstly, it did make $18 million. Almost 19 actually. Of course it did, because people were like, hey, like Planet of the Apes, like it's going to be good. I wonder how they this felt This is before everybody it. started getting burned by sequels in the 80s. Yeah, and I don't know if that's the first opening, but like I mentioned during the last podcast, uh, they did have marathons later on of this, right. so I don't know if that's included, uh, but... Currently on Rotten Tomatoes, this has a 41% uh, fresh rating. 
Oh, yay. It's a guilty pleasure forever. <laughs> and the 39% audience score. Aha! He said he liked it. He didn't say he enjoyed it. Oh, But there are a few critics on this uh, nine fresh, 13 rotten. So, mm. But 23,000 user ratings. We need um, to read one. But those are usually, those are mostly today. So oh. uh, it says... Yeah, it doesn't tell me what it originally got. Hmm. No. So hmm. that's what people well, think about it now. That it was trash? Sort of. More or less. So uh, anyone uh, think what a twist at the end of this movie? It was what a twist. I almost expected you to yell that out. I was just, my mind wasn't working by the end of the movie. I just can't believe this motherfucker was rated G. Here's, I just now just spotted this in the references part of Wikipedia. Um, one of the references, I don't know what of, is from a book called Planet, Planet of the Apes Revisited. Mm-hmm. And one of the writers is Joe Russo of... Captain America thing. That's what I was thinking, yeah. Oh, what weird. Unless there's another Joe Russo. Maybe. But, but I would imagine I'm, he might be a fan. So. Well. <clears throat> so cast and crew. Uh, so this rea- I found some little bit of reaction stuff. So beneath the planet of the apes, I'm just going to read it word for word. Beneath the planet of the apes proved to be surprisingly poorly received by most of the people who worked on it. While it garnered garnered more modest uh, more modest returns than its predecessor, this was to be expected with sequels. In fact, it performed quite respectably enough to justify a further sequel. Sequel, the bad experiences on the set and behind the scenes may go some way in explaining its unpopularity among its creators. <clears throat> so, director Ted Post, we had other endings, but the order came down from Dick uh, that. Uh, from Dick. That was the picture. Was that I was a name in- or was he just really upset? That's, it's Richard Zanuck. Uh, that was the picture I was involved with that found Dick Zanuck not in a very happy state of mind. His conclusion about the picture was a reflection either consciously or unconsciously of what he felt. The meaning of it was not too profound and if anything, it lacked meaning. It lacked human significance. It didn't have a theme or a premise worth anything. If anything, it was a cynical and pessimist. It was cynical and pessimistic because of the finish of it. I don't believe in dampering, uh, dampening the human uh, spirit like that. I don't care how realistic you want to be. I am an optimist, basically. Um, further stating, he found it a very challenging experience working with the film's hodgepodge script and trying to give it a concept, point of view, a unifying force. He felt the film had a shape and uh, a shape and a character that gave it visual and visceral thrust. Uh, but also that the story was unclear and didn't measure up. Mm. Um, the producer said, which one of the films do you like the least? Or was asked, which one of the films do you like the least? And the producer said the second one. Uh, the screenwriter, Paul Din, wanted a more optimistic end to Apes 2 than the destruction of Earth by the Doomsday Bomb. The producer wanted it, though, so I did as I was told. The bomb went off, the screen went white, the Earth was dead. Um, wow. The actor of Brent... Said, I thought the ending was awful. A picture without hope. I think Ted, the director, uh, and I pleaded for someone to survive this mess, be it Chuck, uh, Charlton Heston, um, or the girl, or Brent's character. Somebody far enough to get away from the explosion, 
for whatever reasons, so it felt that mankind was still alive. It would have been nice to have an ending where it all goes white and you just see like you just see Taylor or Nova or Brent. And they're on a beach somewhere and, and it's a fucking It's just dream. white and they see Dumbledore and like there's the, the train and then the, you know I get it. I get it. Um Your mic keeps popping, your cord. Uh yeah. James I, uh yeah. Jim Franciscus called. This is from Charlton Heston. James Jim Franciscus, however his last name, called frothing at what he feels are the inadequacies inadequacies of Apes Two. Um, in all points, uh, I'm inclined to agree, but I don't know how much it can be. How much can be improved? Hmm. Uh, oh, I ran Apes Two tonight with many misgivings. It was a little better, actually, than I thought it could be. Aside from many careless errors in structure and detail, the main problem is that the leading character of Brent really has nothing to play. As I predicted would be the case when I refused the role, I'm barely acceptable in a cameo reprise of the Taylor role from the first film. Charlton Heston was offered the role of Brent, and he was going to play a dual role. Uh, what the hell? Uh, okay. Right? Uh, That'd be really weird to do that fight scene. <laughs> yeah, Kim Hunter, uh, yeah. the actress who played Zira, found this movie more difficult to work on than the first one, which had a special experimental nature that was exciting. The second one, she said, was pure melodrama, and that whatever is said was lost. Uh, Nova actress Linda Harrison, Beneath wasn't as good as the first, because of course we had Frank Franklin J. Schaffner on that one, and he was on the top, top, top of the all directors. Um, Weird. She can't really talk that well like in real life, can she? I guess not. Mm. I oh, do. here we go. As in most sequels, there was a deterioration of quality. And this is instance to the level of comic strip science fiction. But I had nothing to do with the sequels, and my reaction may therefore be subjective. Michael Wilson, the screenwriter mm. of Planet of the Apes. Yeah, I mean... Did it's anyone not the worst like it? movie I've ever seen. The only one who liked the movie was uh, Zeus. And he said, wow. uh, yeah. Uh, Maurice Evans? Wait a minute. I thought Zeus was played by some other guy. Uh, No. No, okay, it is. Okay, so. Uh, hold on, it's loading. Okay, hold on. Hold on! Hold on. Hold on, Seth. To your butts? It's loading. Oh. Internet is being weird. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. That sounds about right. That's all right. Uh, hold on. Let me get right back down to it. Yeah, this this is about the only po- This is literally the only positive reaction. There's every reason why a story should be expanded if the author has really got anything to say. And I think in the case of the sequel to Planet of the Apes, the public will find that the author has a great deal more to say than he had in the first one. In fact, the sequel, to my way of thinking, is infinitely more profound from a philosophical standpoint and in many ways more frightening. Well, he's from right about frightening because it's frightening at the end. True. But philosophical? No. Where where do you get off on that? Like, what was philosophical about this film? Man. Ah, ha ha ha! I mean, really, like, what was philosophical about this film? There wasn't hardly anything. I mean, it gets into the religious stuff, but yeah, but that's it's very light. It's very yeah. light compared to what the first film had to say about race. Yeah, right. So I mean, unless he's just kind of like racism's okay like... in my book, but hey, like, you don't talk bad about my religion. 
you barely got a little bit of the obvious like protesters very little sort of thing very but i mean that was bit. that was the theme in the first film yeah mm-hmm. yeah you're right like that was the only added bit really was the religion and yeah. uh and I mean, get just and it was the bomb a theme the, scare stuff. But the thing was, yeah, I mean, the bomb scare stuff. Talk, you know, but that was the Cold War fear. But there's nothing yeah. profound to say about that. That was in everybody's which I feel mind. like was also shown with the protesters. Yeah, and I mean, also the the uh, the other bit about the um, man destroying himself that was in the first film as well. It was. Mm-hmm. You're right. So I'm not sure. This movie maybe he got a payoff. He, he was like, "We'll give an extra kinda, fifty bucks for a quote." Well, the first movie also kind of had the religious stuff too, though. Very briefly. Oh, yeah. yeah. So really, there really isn't anything. New no, this, this movie, movie just retreads old ground, and then it just throws Horribly. in a what the fuck moment at the end. Yeah. And we call it beneath the planet. I mean, of I guess because we didn't get a huge what the fuck moment with the first movie, because like I was like. Well, the the Statue of Liberty in the first film was the what the fuck moment. Like it was, but people I people wouldn't stop talking about that way back in the day. Yeah, it's one yeah. of the most spoiled movie things ever. And then like, they put it on that the DVD and Empire cover. Empire are like the two highest. What's the other mm-hmm. one? Empire. Oh yeah, yeah, because that's quote. Um, how about that ending though, where we just go to white and we get the most weird and bizarre? He, he pushes it, and I'm like, why? It seemed they went in there to s- stop it. And he asked Zayas for help, and whenever I, whenever I didn't feel like he was saying, "Help me, I've been shot." I feel like he was saying, "Help me stop the bomb." Yeah. And then he's like, "No," and instead we're all going to die. Yeah. Taylor. And so he hits the button, and then it goes to white, and I'm like, so are we gonna go back to the? ape colony now and see they see a giant explosion and they have to they they can take over now every wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute hold on hold on hold on i gotta i gotta talk to fox because i think that's out of the budget oh (laughs) (laughs) well that's exactly what i was thinking i'm like that must be where we're gonna go now they're gonna be in charge because zeus is gone and they can move on with their science stuff right but then we get the the voiceover <laughs> then it just the green planet is now dead <laughs> nah it would have been better if they used Dumbledore yeah I don't know it's it was how how does it go on I'll say hey I it was a good twist I did not see it coming <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't see I it coming good. you know cause it was almost in my mind I was thinking it'd be comical if like it'd be funny to edit the when they're pulling it over and it um i'm like it'd be funny if it like does hit the ground hard like i'm hoping for it because i want to get on here cut that scene and then put an explosion at the end mm-hmm. they did it well, themselves just ruined my video my comical video guys <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, got to see I it. Don't know. it you got uh, to see your idea on it's screen, definitely Edward. definitely nowhere near as good as the first and it's just i i'll say the concept i think is really cool going underground mm-hmm. uh which came from i guess the writer said it came from the idea of new york being buried because you see the statue halfway right. underground mm-hmm. which i think is cool and i actually that like a cool. lot of the shots like when we first mm-hmm. go out and we see the subway tile which is cool and uh all that stuff especially seeing the shots of the 
on buried buildings. I uh, liked the, that. I like that. I like the bus. Like, I, I thought it was cool. Like, I mean, uh, it didn't look all that good, but the bus that was down there, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. it didn't look that um, great because we couldn't tell if it was a painting or if it was an actual bus that was mostly. It, it was, yeah. I mean, it, it was, was an actual bus. Yeah, it was, a, it but was a painting, but it was also an it actual, was actual bus. bus yeah. <laughs> That's it. Um, and I, I like, yeah, like you, like I liked that they used the train station, a train station that's mm-hmm. instantly recognizable um, as their home base. But it's, it's also curious that it didn't get smashed or crushed at some point. They're built to last. Apparently. We have years. to applaud yeah. the builders. Yep. And I mean, Bravo. They, they briefly mentioned that Brent is following or had followed Taylor's coordinates, right? Mm -hmm. But how much time passed? Because Taylor says a year and a half, you guys guys will receive this transmission, right? In the beginning of the first one, it'll be a year and a half before anybody hears all this. Hmm. And Brent, I mean, it seemed like, Literally, we pick up right where the first film leaves off. So either yeah, like has a, to be. a day or t- two days in ape time is like a million years or 2,000 years in Earth well, time. Well, How I much? don't know, guys, because Hold on. she learned a word. What does that matter? It had to have taken forever. Well, we, did, <laughs> we do know that there are resources out in this wilderness because when he is talking to her, there's water around them. Mm-hmm. And How many rations did he ask for? He asked for, I think, like seven weeks mm-hmm. of food or something like that. I want to say uh, yeah he did something yeah. like that so okay maybe they maybe they did but still seven weeks is not a year and a half no. so that doesn't add up and you said water what Agua. kind of idiot drinks random water <laughs> yeah just and it's got shit floating in it and he and then regretted he it the second it time yeah. and then he goes back when it starts oh, spitting up and it's like this maybe I'll just better. try this and it's like well that's fresh that's coming out of the, out of the I tube. thought it was the water coming that ended up sink. messing with his mind I was like that's what you get yeah yeah that's what I thought too I was mm. like yeah and you wonder yeah. and then like, he started choking her and I was like he gave him some sort of fetish yeah which they were really it was a recurring theme in this you movie. You know, we don't know for sure that they were in that Taylor was in the prison for a short amount of time. Well, like, I, I was judging from throat. his facial hair because remember, I the guess f- the first one it grew. I was just thinking his throat could have taken a long time to heal. Yeah, but who knows? Mm, maybe I just it was think several months. People were just like money, money, money. Money, 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 money. I tried to harmonize, but it, <laughs> I messed it up. I'm sorry. No, it's okay, Everett. <sighs> um, you also, can edit the vocals on that. Uh, I saw it earlier. Oh, yeah. Um, one of the elements that Abrahams and Din had come up with for the movie mm-hmm. was a half-human, half-ape child. What? Yep. And the studio nixed it. Thank they're God. Like, We're not putting bestiality in our movie. Oh <laughs> my God. That's not surprising considering they had a problem with Nova and uh, Taylor having a relationship in the first one. Hmm. Which they have a relationship. It's just not fair. It doesn't seem to be sexual yet. But they were talking about it. Yeah. He was talking about their children and teaching them how to talk romantic mm, children i was thinking 
they it, they've got to like both be fertile yeah. and be on the same level every time to actually make the human race go out but yeah, yeah. so much for that so much for that so much for that They're all and dead. Zira's never gonna have her baby oh man that's so sad what about the sequel god <laughs> knows how is that even gonna work I don't know I don't know are you gonna watch them it's gonna yep. be one of those things where Seth they just and I are can't take them on. It, yes we are I am so curious Matt you're, you're uh, you can join us well, you let me know when you're doing them, maybe. Uh, yeah. We'll see. Mm. Yeah. We will see. Warp <laughs> timelines. And if you guys were talking, if we do it, maybe we can just, we can talk about them all just in one podcast if we do it. Yeah. Or just whatever. Wow. I don't know. Like, you may not come back from that. You may never <laughs> recover from those sequels because if it keeps going down this hole. Well, who was it that said this is their least favorite? <laughs> Uh, the producer, or the, they yeah, the, the producer. I, I'm I'm curious to see what what happens. I know that uh, Conquest of the Planet of the Apes is considered like one of the best, like hmm. second best. Some people even prefer it over the original. Jeez, next one's Battle, I think. Oh, who is there left to fight? I like I said, there must be a time loop or something. Yeah. I think. I'm not positive. Nuclear stuff. And maybe this is a spoiler. I think the fifth one definitely deals with time travel because I think it's supposed to be like a retcon. Hmm. I think I've heard or read that somewhere. So we'll see. We'll get there. Who knows? Uh, my <sighs> mind needs time to recover. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just I walked away from that movie being like, what did I watch? I still don't know. I don't know how I'm talking about it right now. I you probably don't. never will. Never. I'll never understand. I need therapy. Well. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Well, until next time. Just wait. I cannot wait to tell you all the things I'm learning about the reboot. (laughs) (laughs) You're. (laughs) I have this amazing book. Oh. uh, So, and I got to put it to use here. It's called Tales from Development Hell. Mm-hmm. And it's all about scripts like a films that took forever to to get made or mm-hmm. have never been made, but have been in development for so long and there's already been millions of dollars poured into it. Um, one of the great stories in it, it talks about uh, Batman Begins and how it took a very long time. And initially it was going to be uh, Darren, Darren Arnos, Arnosky, Arnosky, mm-hmm. I can't say his name, um, and Clint Eastwood as Batman. Jesus Christ. So, yeah. Whoa. And Clint Eastwood was fully on board. Like, hardcore wanted to do it. Weird. it How been can very that weird. be Batman Begins? Huh? How can that be a Begins? Well, it turned into Begins, but it started oh, okay. out as something else. <laughs> Batman ends. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Batman retires. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's a cool book, and it's got a great story about Tim Burton's hmm. Planet of the Apes. So, get ready. Get ready, Seth. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Favorite scene? Favorite scene would be the face-ripping scene. <laughs> <laughs> Second favorite scene is Cornelius trying to be cool. Yeah. Yep. Beat my wife. Yep, like, that was my You better get out scene. of here before I hit her again. That was the most enjoyment I had out of this movie because just his expression as soon as she was like, she's holding it and she's bleeding and she's like, he hit me. <laughs> 
And <laughs> it's the most expressive that we got to see him in this movie, you know. Oh, man. My favorite was them going underground. I just liked seeing the subway. I was that like, was oh, that's cool. so cool. Yeah. The I bathroom. Wanted, I wanted to go explore more of the place, but we didn't get to. No. They make a video game of this. Any t- any scene showing Nova. Mm-hmm, She's mm-hmm, a hottie. Nice, 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 Seth. Thanks. She's beautiful. Like I hated to see her die. Um. Yeah. Well, I don't think I could have left her corpse. Sad stuff. Sad stuff. Yep, Linda Harrison. She's still alive. She's <gasps> still around. Uh, oh. And her, uh, she's been single since 1978. Hell yeah, did he die? Uh, Widows. Oh, wait, Richard Zanuck. We were talking about him, weren't we? Yeah, um, he's the producer. Uh, Yeah, he died, but not after. They, they were separated long ago. So he died in 2012. Extra hurt. Mm. Yeah, he's uh go after. Oh yeah. Let's see what it, what she looks like now. Bet uh, you know, she's probably like a fine wine. She's probably like a fine wine. Ready? Yeah. Ready? This is my future wife. Damn. Turn it. That's it. Turn oh, it. Sorry. That's it. Fine wine. <laughs> fine. Wine. I'm gonna wine and die. Hey, you know what? She, look, she actually really isn't all that bad. Nah, she <laughs> aged <know>? pretty well. <laughs> they said 2016, and then I saw this bikini picture, and I'm like, what? <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> Time travel. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom.